my best friend who was a drug dealer had got sober, which really pissed me off. Um, but then when I realized what, how he changed and what he got, that's where my rock bottom came because I saw something in him that ideally wanted to have but couldn't have and it took me a good year or so to to reach to find out where my knees were yeah. and then once I was on my knees then the only way was to come back up. It was a really difficult journey was traveling to my parents they live a couple of miles away and, uh, and they're in their 80s and I, I'd made the decision that I was going to go public but I had to go and tell them that, that this coach that, that had inv been invited into our home, in fact, ended up living with us, had abused me uh, both sexually and physically for four years. And I knew it was going to shatter them. I knew it was going to shatter them. So if you kind of look back at the last year of COVID, it's been an incredibly unequal experience. So, you know, what we've seen is that people came into the pandemic really struggling. And it's the people who were struggling most who got hit hardest by the health and the economic impacts. So it's that kind of thing. We've all been in the same storm, but we haven't been in the, on the, in the same boat. Some of us were in yachts, which have, you know, nice beds and everything. And some of us were on little rafts and the sea, seas got pretty stormy. Legitimate criticisms of the way that the media works in this country. So they had a vested interest in bringing him down. Um, you know, obviously the, the very wealthy, um, big businesses, lots of people in the city of London. There were lots of very powerful groups, I think, that realised after 2017, we need to get more serious about taking this guy down. And, you know, ultimately, that is what happened. There was a relentless media campaign over the... Hi everyone, it's me, Dear. You might know me from Benefit Street, Celebrity Big Brother, or you might just recognise the, the gob, the dulcet tones. So tune in to the God... I'll get this wrong. God podcast. podcast. The Godcast. Godcast with me and Father Alex very, very soon. Take care. Megan is accusing everybody of behaving very badly, whereas the sources in the palace are saying, actually, that's not true. Everyone did their best. She thinks she wasn't made welcome in Britain. I think she was, hugely so. With no it got to a point where I just couldn't take it anymore. And I, I, I knew I, if I was continuing to be a Christian, and there was nowhere else for me to go. I am Christian. I had to I had to move. And you can move in the Catholic Church, but it does, it's a bit of a tightrope. Um, e even, I know clergy, wonderful men, gay in relationships, beautiful Christian men, they have to lie. And, and they'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll poke the bear a bit on the issue, but they know if they ever said, of course I believe that the, the loving commitment of two people of the same gender is loved and blessed by God and we should marry people. If they ever said that, they'd be out. Um, I, I want to make someone happy. I don't like being surrounded by negative people because negative people pull me down. Mm. And I remember this lady come up to me and she said, I didn't want to come here tonight, love, because I heard you were, you swore, and I don't like swearing it's filth, but I never took offence to when I heard it. She said, but you have brightened up my life. She said, my husband is in a coma and I've had to switch the machine off and I've been devastated. What, was, there, was there anything that you found uh, reassuring about being in prison or, or actually useful or was it a case of what I'm going to get out of this, I'm going to get out of it myself and nobody's actually going to give it to me? Um, I'm 
trying to think of if there was a single useful thing in prison and I, I can't, there's nothing that is coming to mind. Really? Um, Hi, catch me, Samantha Giles, talking to Father Alex on the Godcast. And I will be talking about uh, God, spirituality, Wicca, and my new book that's coming out in October. I know this might sound a bit weird, but did you, did you find a place of comfort with anxiety where you kind of just, this is how it's going to be, and you kind of created a world for yourself? Or, or was it really really a, a horror story well that type of question alex um infers to me that you um know what you're talking about that you, you went to prison because you you wrote about it but but did that experience um make you seek forgiveness yourself was was that an important part of that that part of your life i think the biggest thing it did was show me how lucky i was how privileged i was what a remarkable life i'd had and was that, was that a difficult time for you then when, when that all kind of fell apart? Yeah, it was really difficult. I, I had no money because Brother Beyond just didn't. We, uh, we had a big debt with the record company. So even though we sold half a million albums, we didn't really pay it back. So um, yeah, when it, when it was over, I had nothing. Uh, uh, not anymore. I, I left at a very inopportune moment. We were number two in charts in the States and I I bowed out. And part of the reason was I didn't like how we were being promoted. I didn't like, I felt we were being uh, limited by being perceived as a kind of a smash hits band in the UK. We weren't really perceived that way in the rest of the world. And we did have, as you said, Alex, we had success all around the world pretty much simultaneously. So, And, and do you think this, this is as much a failure for the Labour Party as it is for the Conservative Party. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I was, uh, I think, you know, I mean, I have to be honest, I think the Liberal Dems, you know, they've kind of just been there in the background, you know, and few people know what they stand for, but but somehow they've come through it and, and, and Labour's, Labour's vote is, is no stronger, it appears. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's quite amazing, actually. It, it shows how poorly Labour are performing uh, for them not to grab this when people are so sick and tired of the Conservatives. People might be sick and tired of Conservatives, but not tired enough to vote for Labour. Um, people don't understand that alcohol is the worst addictive drug in the entire world, I think. It's available at all times. No matter what time is it day, because it gathers it 20, 24 hours ago. This place will give you got 24 hours. Get beer whenever you want. So you get up. Yeah. You go to Lou. Yeah. Do you, well, do you eat breakfast? <laughs> no. What do you do? And have a can. Can of what? Nine percent. Nine percent. And what does that do? Does that does that just like makes me normal? It just normalises you a bit. It really does. Yes, it does. Yes. So you're not you're not drunk at that point. You're, no, no, you're normalised. Very rare. I get drunk. I don't get drunk. 